0: In December 2001, an elderly Bakersfield woman vanished from the Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport. This was three months after the 9-11 terrorist attacks. I remember thinking at the time that authorities would easily find her. I assumed she was captured on video surveillance and they would figure out where she went and what happened to her. This poor lady's family was left in limbo, wondering... For years, nearly 22 years later, they still don't know. Her case is still a mystery. This is The Mysterious Disappearance of Margie Dabney. Ladies and gentlemen, Good morning. Welcome to the departure round of 2595 with service to Dallas-Fort Worth. We have a full today You're to one on one personal item. personal items, laptop, computers, small On December 5th, 2001, Joe and Margie Dabney were traveling back home to Bakersfield after visiting family members in Indianapolis. Both Joe and Margie had health issues. Joe, who was 63 years old, was wheelchair-bound due to a recent hip replacement surgery. Margie, who was 70 years old, suffered from Alzheimer's disease and diabetes. Their journey back to Bakersfield began with a flight from Indianapolis to Dallas, Texas. We would like to thank you for flying with us. It has certainly been our pleasure serving you. We hope we get the chance to serve you again in the near future. Thank you for flying American Airlines and welcome to Dallas, Fort Worth. Upon reaching the Dallas-Fort Worth Airport, they were supposed to switch planes and board a flight to Los Angeles. They got to Dallas at about 10 a.m. To assist them, American Airlines provided an attendant, an escort. This person wasn't an airline employee, but worked for a contractor who American Airlines hired. This attendant took charge of pushing Joe's wheelchair and helped them navigate through the airport. When they landed, Joe and Margie were hungry and looked forward to getting something to eat during their layover. But before they could grab a bite, both Joe and Margie needed to use the restroom. Since Joe was in a wheelchair, the attendant needed to accompany him. This attendant told Margie that they'd meet her at the departure gate. Margie acknowledged this and seemed to understand by pointing in the direction of the gate. She walked into the women's restroom as Joe and the attendant entered the men's restroom. When Joe and the attendant were finished, they went to the departure gate. When they got there, Margie was nowhere in sight. Airline employees searched the terminal, gate by gate, for about an hour. After not finding her in that terminal, the Dallas Airport's Department of Public Safety was notified. This triggered an even larger search of the airport. Two to three hours later, a pilot reported that a black woman was wandering around on the airport apron. That would have been outside the terminal where the airplanes are. But when authorities searched the area, Margie wasn't there. For the next 48 hours, the entire Dallas-Fort Worth airport was searched. The Fort Worth Police Department's helicopter and police dogs were pressed into service looking for the elderly Bakersfield woman every inch of the airport's 18,000 acres were searched without finding Margie Dabney. After two days of being missing, airport officials determined that she was no longer on the airport's property. That's when authorities earnestly began getting the word out. Press alerts went out to Dallas-Fort Worth media outlets, complete with Margie Dabney's physical description and picture. Margie was a petite woman. She was only 5 feet 2 and weighed less than 100 pounds. She wore a bracelet with her name engraved on one side and her son's phone number on the other side. She wore glasses attached to a chain that hung around her neck. Also on that second day, Joe decided to travel home to Bakersfield, hoping somehow his wife of 34 years had found her way home. American Airlines flew Joe from Dallas to LAX. From there, he boarded a bus to Bakersfield. Sadly, when Joe arrived at his and Margie's central Bakersfield home, his wife wasn't there. It should be noted, Margie had a history of wandering off, but each incident was only for a short time, and she always found her way home. In the days that followed, Joe and Margie Dabney's family descended on the Dallas-Fort Worth Airport. They conducted their own independent search of the airport, posting flyers, talking to airport workers, and giving interviews to area news agencies, trying to bring publicity to Margie's disappearance. In the first week, officials fielded 20 calls from people claiming to have seen Margie at various locations throughout the Dallas-Fort Worth area. One of these callers reported seeing a lady matching Margie's description collecting cans along the interstate near the airport. Authorities were never able to verify this sighting. American Airlines put up a $10,000 reward for information leading to Margie's whereabouts. Candace Price, the couple's 32-year-old daughter, drove from her home in Indiana to Dallas to look for her mother. Soon after arriving in Dallas, Candace received a tip that her mother had been seen in Waco, or somebody matching her mother's description. Waco is about 100 miles south of Dallas. Candace and her husband drove to Waco themselves to search. They posted flyers and talked to area businesses. One convenience store clerk reported to Candace that he was almost certain Margie had been in his store a few days prior. As time drug on, occasionally a sighting of Margie would be reported. But nothing came of any of these. The entire thing baffled everyone. Airline and airport officials police, and especially Margie Dabney's family and loved ones, the elderly lady simply vanished from the busiest airport in the country. At that time, 165,000 people a day passed through the Dallas-Fort Worth airport. How could this happen? If she was abducted against her will, how could that not be noticed? In an interview five months after Margie's disappearance, Joe said this, quote, They treated her worse than luggage. They will go and find your luggage. They have found my luggage before, but somehow they can't find my wife, unquote. And he has a point there. During this interview, Joe expressed how he still held out hope that Margie would be found. He said he's felt incomplete without his wife 34 years he said quote all I want is my wife back Joe Dabney filed a 75 million dollar lawsuit against American Airlines his attorney asserted that the air carrier was negligent in getting Margie and Joe safely off the airplane and to their connecting gate the attorney noted five months after her disappearance that the likelihood of Margie being found alive was probably slim to none. Joe Dabney and American Airlines settled the lawsuit for an undisclosed amount in 2003, about a year and a half after his wife vanished. In November 2008, Margie's family received a shocking update about her case Skeletal remains found in a field near Lake Louisville, Texas, had been identified as Margie Dabney's. In addition to DNA evidence, her bus pass, AARP card, and an American Airlines tag were found near her remains. Lake Louis is about 15 miles from the airport. But the mystery deepens. The Tarrant County medical examiner, determined that Margie Dabney's death was a homicide. The medical examiner concluded that skull fractures indicated Margie was struck or shot in the head. The examining doctor said the total circumstances of the case showed clear and convincing evidence that there was foul play involved. Initially, Margie's relatives were only notified that her remains were identified. This led her daughter Candace to believe that Margie most likely fell into a diabetic coma and died. But then, when it was disclosed that Margie was a victim of homicide, Candace's grief turned to anger. Candace said, I'm furious. I'm hearing that someone killed my mother. I want to know why. I want to know when. Since Margie's remains were found in Louisville, the investigation into her case fell to the Louisville Police Department. An official from this department stated that there was no footage of Margie on security cameras from the airport. This is surprising since this happened only a few months after the 9-11 terrorist attacks. (music) Last summer, I traveled through the Dallas-Fort Worth Airport, and thanks to American Airlines, I was stranded in the airport for an extended period of time, both ways, when I was going to my destination and when I was coming home. While I sat in that airport on that trip, I killed time. I thought about Margie Dabney and researched this story. As far as I can tell, Margie Dabney's case has never been solved. They have no idea how Margie ended up 15 miles from the airport. All they really know is that someone killed her. They don't know where she was killed, when she was killed, or exactly how she was killed. Resources used to research this story the Bakersfield, Californian, the San Francisco Gate, and the Fort Worth Star Telegram. This is Robert Peterson. Thank you for listening to this episode. I'll be back next week, next Tuesday, with another Notorious Bakersfield story. Until then, stay safe, stay out of trouble, don't become a future episode of the Notorious Bakersfield podcast. I'll see you back here next week.